Okay, well, I will just automatically chop that first 10 minutes off of this. Uh, so I had started recording because you were cranking the desk. So I started recording so I could, just so I could say the line, Nathan is cranking it on camera. You're the worst. Welcome to Talk About Tatooine. I'm Andrew. I'm Nathan. And we're twin brothers here to bring you what's new in nerddom and give colorful commentary on our favorite subjects. Welcome to our cantina, grab a drink, and settle in as we set course for realities beyond our own. Welcome to episode 60, everybody. Today's recording date is January 27th, and this episode will be released on Monday, February 12th. Today, we're going to be discussing what if, but... First, let's begin with our starter questions. Also, stick around to the end. We might have some more nerddom news for you in the meantime. Andrew, go ahead and hit us with your opening question. So this is a surprise question that I wanted to talk about, and I just recently added it today, is, in your opinion, is what if canon? No, but the it would, it would take one person... Is it Dave Filoni? No, he's Star Wars, right? Who's who's the head like content manager for the MCU? It's the guy with the hat, the guy with the baseball hat. I thought that was Filoni. Filoni wears a cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, no. No, I know who you're talking about. Gosh, what is his name? It would basically just take him saying, hey, what if his canon? Because all of these happen on different worlds. It's part of the DC multiverse. So yes, it could be canon very easily. Is it canon right now? No, it's not. I have a different opinion. Okay, let's hear it. I think I I think what if absolutely is canon, being that it exists in the Marvel continuity. And so, and I say this for, and I have one kind of specific example of why I think this is canon. And it specifically comes out of Multiverse of Madness when we see Captain Carter live action. And I, I think she's kind of the key to all of this. Mm, you're right. That is that is an excellent point. I forgot about that one. I mean, she dies kind of brutally, but we don't know what kind of where she at, is at in her journey. Like if the what if timeline is before the events of multiverse of madness it would kind of make sense that like through all of her experiences hopping through time that she would be a member of the illuminati and then and then is killed by scarlet witch which totally sucks but yeah all right before we get into our main discussion here guys huge thanks to our patrons mike isaac and david you guys are the reason we do this and we would love to see some more patrons as well because that way we can do more giveaways game servers and higher quality content here guys for just five dollars a month less than a cup of bougie coffee. You guys can support us here at Talk About Tatooine so we can do more of all of those awesome things that I just previously mentioned. So don't forget those things. Keep those things on the front of your brain because we really want to do all those fun things, but we do need your support. Thank you everyone for watching and from the bottoms of our heart, we really appreciate it. With all that, let's get into the show. We are gonna be talking about Marvel What If. So for some reason you guys haven't watched this yet, uh, this is, there, there will be moderate spoilers in this but also the titles of most of the episodes are spoilers in themselves. So keep that in mind. But we're going to be talking about seasons one and two of What If. Let's get right into it. Something I want to do as we talk is I'm actually going to keep track of our scores of these episodes and I'll give an average ranking. So at the very end, we'll be able to go through saying based on 
you know, what we have done, this is our, our official ranking. Nathan, do you want to start us? What did you give the worst episode? So, uh, sorry, let's back up a little bit. Let's give our ranking and just a quick, did you actually like it or not? Kind of summary. Because like, there are some episodes where I'm like, this is one like I actually really enjoyed rewatching, or this is one that I felt like more was like nerd homework. All right, so my ranking for number 18, so the worst episode of the What If was Nebula joined the Nova Corps. I did not like this episode. I thought it was very boring. I just didn't really like what they did with the episode. It just seemed kind of off, kind of just out there and didn't quite start the second season off on a good foot. I definitely felt like that episode was nerd homework. I didn't really like it. I didn't really care. Also, the fact that they were able to destroy Ronan's ship just by like opening the shield and then immediately closing it on him. They could have done that at any point. Like if, I mean, probably part of it was like Ronan because he thought he had a man on the inside, or I, I should say a woman on the inside to say, okay, they're not going to close the shield on us. It, it kind of didn't really make sense. I'm like, they, they could have done that a while ago. They could have just been like, okay, we surrender, open the shield and then immediately close it on him again. Uh, for, so my rank 18 uh, I really did not like the Christmas episode. This is uh, What If Happy Hogan Saved Christmas. It's the third episode in season two. I really didn't enjoy it. And I know like the whole joke was like, oh, it's Die Hard. I didn't I don't really like Die Hard that much, which is probably going to get me crucified just a little bit. But I didn't like it. That is fair. That is fair. Moving on to rank 17. Andrew, what did you give in your 17 spot? I put Thor if uh, what if Thor were an only child? This is definitely an episode where it is. It's just like, oh, it's just hijinks and we're going to break the rules and, oh, we're going to make like try to clean everything up before the parents come back. I mean, I don't know how many movies we watched as kids where that was the exact plot line. I hated all of them. I'm like, yeah, it's not good. I'm like, it's so boring. And the only reason. I rewatched it was because of this ranking and I knew immediately I was like, this is going pretty close to the bottom. And it, again, in our last episode of our echo review part two, we talked a lot about how characters who are affected by infinity stones, like their power level is all over the place. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I'm like, why is Thor able to stand up against captain Marvel at all? She should be able to just demolish him and they just, they just drag it out. I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. So I ranked it at 17. You got it. So my rank 17 is actually your rank 18. So very, very similar is happy Hogan <laughs> saves Christmas. I just genuinely didn't like it. And this is as somebody who considers himself a Christmas elf and likes most things that are Christmas themed. But after going through and watching everything the first time and then rewatching it the second time for the rating, I knew I was not going to enjoy rewatching this. And so I was like, it's got to be low. Uh, I, I'm treating this as kind of like a gut check. If you guys are familiar with the mythical format of gut checks, and it's one of my favorites, actually, from Mythical Entertainment. And basically, if you get the gut feeling that you're like, hey, I don't like this, then bam, you just you stick with that feeling. And I didn't like it. So it got the 17 for me. Yeah. As a side note, that's how I felt about watching um, The Force Awakens in theaters. That's fair. All right, moving on to our rank 16. We actually agreed on this one. Andrew, go we ahead agreed. and tell us uh, our thoughts on uh, rank 16. 
So I put Peter Quill attacked Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I just didn't care about this storyline very much. Nothing about it was interesting. It was like, wait, so Ego kind of made his own little child slave to enslave worlds. But now that he's on Earth, he's like, oh, actually, maybe what I'm doing isn't such a great idea. I feel like you should have figured that out sooner than you did. Maybe a couple planets previously. Yeah, maybe a couple planets previously. It's pretty low rewatchability in in my opinion. I even in rewatching all of What If uh season 1 and 2, which is a lot of TV to get through for a person who doesn't actually watch all that much TV. Like we talk about ratings and we talk a lot about like TV shows and movies, but I'm not doing like a lot of other TV watching outside of stuff for the podcast. I do a lot of double dipping as far as, you know, if I'm going to watch something for fun, it's probably also going to be sort of podcast homework at the same time because my TV time is relatively limited. So rank 16, we both agreed on that one. Yeah, I gave this a rank 16 as well. And I do want to point out my rank, my worst three episodes are episodes all from season two, episodes one, three, and two, respectively. So 201, 203, 202. I thought season two started off horribly. I was very disappointed going through these and just did not enjoy the first three episodes. So those are my three worst ranked episodes. We get into rank 15, and I actually agree on the level of which that we did not like episode 107 where Thor was an only child. You rated this 17. I'm rating this a 15, but again, only just slightly better than some of the other episodes, just because I thought they didn't start super strong, but I have no desire to rewatch this episode. It's, it's that nineties, like, Hey, we broke the house and we have to fix everything before the parents get home. And that is stupid, stupid story. And I just did not like it. Uh, so I gave it a rank 15. Yeah, if a story can be solved like preemptively and just like, hey, maybe just like don't break the rules as a rule follower, like like literally my entire job is aerospace quality assurance, which there's been a lot of bad quality and bad press for aerospace uh, at the moment. I mean, not from the company I work for. It's all from Boeing. So I'm like, whoo. I'm like, we don't build the doors, thankfully. Uh, actually, I don't work on a lot of stuff that's fr- flight critical, which uh, makes me sleep better at night, knowing that if I, like, I'm not the quality engineer who signed off on that door construction. <laughs> anyway, that, that was a total diatribe. Um, let's see, we're on rank 15. This might surprise you a little bit because t- in season one, like the last couple episodes, like, are the best. Well, I should say, In season one, it starts off super, super strong and ends super, super strong. And it's the middle that struggles, in my opinion. Uh, But in season two, it was kind of all over the place. And I actually rated at rank 15, uh, what if the Avengers assembled in 1602? I just, and it's this gut check. I have a hard time kind of articulating why I didn't enjoy it, but it just didn't capture my attention. And maybe that has something to do with my lack of attention span as a person who's grown up with digital media everywhere. I don't know. That's not really why we're here is to dive into my psyche. But my gut check said, 
I didn't really enjoy that episode all that much. I didn't really like the twist at the end. I was like, what? That doesn't, what? Why? Why? Kind of, kind of bothered me. Coming up next, we have rank 14. So Andrew, go ahead and hit us with what you ranked for rank 14. What if Nebula joined the Nova Corps? It was a boring episode. I didn't really care. And I love Jude Law. First off, uh, I don't actually know if he voiced his character of Von Rog, Jan Rog, whatever dumb Cree character he is. Uh, I had no interest in this. I was like, this is, I'm like, I get that they're trying to do like a mystery noir thing. Maybe leave that to the writers of Batman. You're like, yeah, stay in your lane. So stay in your lane. I, I mean, overall, that's probably going to get a pretty similar average score from the two of us. Uh, for rank 14, I put the Watcher broke his oath in 109. Actually, as we mentioned in the episode previous to this, it bothers both of us when you get these perfectly omniscient creatures who are theoretically infinitely powerful. And it just, his whole power scaling felt weird because the idea of the Watcher is he is omniscient. He sees everything, understands everything, has seen the outcomes of millions of universes and can theoretically intervene whenever he wants, but he chooses not to. So they're doing a what if on the narrator of the what if. It felt way too meta for me. And again, the power scaling's all broken. I did not like this episode. So I put it at 14. Coming up next, we've got rank 13. Andrew, go ahead and hit us with your rank 13. So this is an episode that I didn't necessarily hate, but I just thought was maybe a little bit less entertaining. And that's kind of where I'm getting into in the rankings. Uh, rank 18 through 14, I was like, I actually didn't like these episodes and I thought they were boring. Um, 13 through TBD is like, these were enjoyable, but they weren't my absolute favorites. So I put at rank 13 is season two, episode seven, Hella found the 10 rings. Um, no, all right. I really liked Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. I think the 10 rings organization is really interesting. And I, yeah, I just, I, I liked it enough to put it kind of in that mid tier category, but Hella's involvement in it was less than what I would have liked because I don't think she actually gets the use of the 10 rings. No, and that was misleading about the episode title, so I will give you that. Misleading. But she didn't find that she she found the Ten Rings as an organization. She did not physically find the Ten Rings as if as these specific objects. So, which is what I thought they were going for. That is what I thought they were going for as well. But no, it's the Ten Rings as the organization. It should have been Hella joined the Ten Rings. Yes, that would have been much more clear, for sure. Yes. I do agree with that. For rank 13, I put uh, the episode Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands, where he becomes Strange Supreme and starts like sucking up demons and stuff. I'm just, I wasn't super, that is actually the part of Doctor Strange. That's the part of the movie I don't like, where he's like doing his soul searching and things, because it's a very overplayed redemption arc where he like learns these mystical skills and like, I, I don't know. I just didn't like it that much, and I don't find Strange Supreme to be that compelling, and so I was like, this is kind of middle of the road. However, I did credit this with having large implications on the What If universe and the MCU in general. Yes. So yes, this does have a lot of lot to do, so I did. That's why I rated it a little bit higher at 13 instead of super low. 
So the watcher refers to the death of Christine in that universe as like an absolute point in time, but it almost seems like strange Supreme is a nexus being similar to the Scarlet Witch where her, or I should say where his ability to affect the multiverse at large is critical to the foundation and destruction of many universes. Mm, yeah. But again, it's it's mostly about his soul searching and him being kind of destroyed emotionally and mentally by the death of Christine. Like he just it, it just tears him apart and he basically like rips his own heart to shreds having to witness her death over and over and over again. Like I can't imagine that got any easier. Yeah, it just seems kind of self-inflicted. Yeah. So I'm like, you you kind of brought this upon yourself. So I have it a hard time hubris. feeling. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of feel I, I have a hard time empathizing with him because everyone goes through loss at one point in their life. And he just, I'm like, he just really didn't handle it as how anyone else would have handled it. He's like, I'm actually going to become an omniscient, uh, powerful being of universe creating and destroying power. And I'm not going to be able to do anything about it. How about what if Dr. Strange went to therapy? Go to therapy, people. It's good. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, exactly. Moving on to our rank 12. Andrew, go ahead and hit us with your 12th rank. So again, this is an episode that I liked. Uh, it is Tony Stark crashed into the Grandmaster. This is the fourth episode in season two. Um, the death race kind of theme is fun for me. I had big, big pod racer energy out of this episode oh yeah i see that it uh it definitely hit some chords for me uh not in the top 10 but worth mentioning at rank 12 for my 12th rank i actually did like this episode as well we're starting to get to the point where all of these episodes i actually enjoyed quite a bit but now it's like rating of how much you liked each one in comparison to each other so for episode or for rank number 12 i put episode 103 the world loses its mightiest heroes Yep. And this is what I felt like was one of a was a really good example of what the what if series was here for was to contemplate those questions of like, hey, what if the like timeline here took a complete U-turn and what if something completely opposite happened? What would happen next? And I really liked that. I thought it was very creative and you get to see everyone kind of work on their heels a little bit. So I really enjoyed it. So for rank 12, how the world lost its mightiest heroes was a good spot for me. For rank number 11 coming up, this is another one me and you actually totally agreed on. Yeah. I really liked this episode. And again, anytime we see T'Challa show up, I'm like, man, it just kind of gets me in the fields a little bit. Oh and this gosh. is episode 102, T'Challa became Star-Lord. And yeah. you really get to see his influence on the organization that he has on the Ravagers instead of Peter Quill. So I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a fun one. It wasn't the most like intense plot ever. So that's why I kind of put it at 11, but it was still a good episode. And I think the part that like actually really tore at my heart is Chadwick Boseman does voice Black Panther in these episodes. And I think this, these are actually, this is actually the last time we hear his voice in the MCU. It, oh God, uh, uh, I must be having an allergic reaction to something because mm, eyes are watering up a little bit. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. You are missed. And your character was amazing. He was great. Coming up next, we have rank number 10. Andrew, hit us with yours. I ranked this one, I think, significantly higher than you did. So for rank 10, I put Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. 
watching Doctor Strange agonize over the death of Christine and basically drive himself insane, I found I found pretty compelling, and I ended up putting it in the top ten. For my number ten, I put Kaori reshaped the world. Real, and she is another being that is essentially fueled by an infinity stone. So that's very, very important to know. The sacred lake becomes basically saturated with the power of the Tesseract, which I thought was super, super cool. I think one problem that like really lost me, and this is me just being an uncultured like white boy, is almost the entire episode is in a different language. I think actually the entire episode is in a different language. And that was really hard because I was like, okay, now I'm like stuck to the subtitles. So I'm like reading and then I'm like trying to see what's happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that I I had to watch it twice to kind of fully understand and like catch everything. So that was a little bit of a bummer, but I know that's just me being very uncultured. So, but I did really like the episode. So I put it in that top 10 at number 10. Coming up at rank number nine, I actually really liked these episodes. I really like Hydra. I think Hydra is a super compelling organization, really loved Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, because that battles Hydra quite a bit. And so I put uh, for my rank nine is what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? I thought that was a really fun episode. And just you uh, and that's I should say that's episode 205. And it was just a really, really good time. And you get to see a lot of Black Widow in that as well. And I love Black, love me some Black Widow. So I don't know. This was just a very fun episode. So I really liked it. Number nine for me. Number nine, I put What If the Watcher Broke His Oath? So this is actually the season one finale. Um, and the reason I would say I rated it so low for being the climax and end of that season is the fact, I feel like I'm a broken record at this point. Watching infinity stone powered people fight is really frustrating and especially people who actually are wielding the infinity stones and i know in my head that their effectiveness in combat is completely dependent on their creativity and like their uh their wit because like half of the time uh, like Thanos, when he uses the power stone, he is a brute. He doesn't use it with very much finesse. Like on the fight on Titan, what he does instead of delivering really precise, powerful blows, he's like, oh, I'm going to drop a moon on Iron Man. And we kind of see a lot of that with the fight of Ultron, where Ultron is not being clever with his use of the stones, whether as he could have... And it's hard to see someone with all six infinity stones, not just snap people out of existence. It's like that's in your ability to do, but the mental block is what stops things from being a two second fight. Like, cause you, the, the, so the explanation is that Ultron just didn't know he could do that. And it's like, but he's pretty smart, but he's also a hyper intelligent AI being why, why wouldn't he? And the, and they address it a little bit in the episode where Ultron like kind of gets mad where he's like, I've destroyed entire universes, but why won't you die? And that's solved a little bit by the fact that like Strange Supreme has given like these super powerful wards onto, uh, I guess, this version of the Avengers. But it's like, but why is that stronger than the stones that literally created reality as we know it? 
Yeah, so it makes it makes Strange seem stronger than the Infinity Stones, which again, is he is he not? I mean, he takes a big role in the end of season two as well, which yeah. we'll talk about later. And so yeah, it's Infinity Stone powered creatures and characters are often inconsistent. Yes. To say the least. Moving on to rank eight. I actually rated this episode a lot higher than you did. I really liked the episode where the Avengers assembled in 1602. I really liked this because I really liked the fantasy skin over the superheroes that we are used to seeing. Uh, I shouldn't even say fantasy fantasy skin is because this is history. It's not yeah, fantasy, it's, it's history. But I'm like, hey, there's witches and stuff. So it's basically fantasy. <laughs> the Avengers go to Ren Fair. Essentially. And I really like that aesthetic. And because of that, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. I really liked Thor being king. I thought that was like pretty cool. Um, yeah. I just like, I liked this one. I thought it was just a little bit different. And I liked how they did that with what if. For my rank eight, I think I had this. Yeah, I had this one point higher than you. You had mentioned a lot of things about why like Hydra is so compelling of a villain. Um well, it, which is probably why as a culture we see the prevalence of so many movies where the Nazis are the bad guys because they're so objectively evil. They're like, they're so bad. And so it's really easy to get behind whoever is like, oh, we're fighting Nazis. It's like, okay, well, I'm rooting for you then. Kill them. Get them. Yep. <laughs> Kill them all. So for rank eight, I put Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper. Uh, I thought it was really good. It definitely had some Winter Soldier vibes and definitely some like clear allusions to Winter Soldier because that's essential. That's essentially what Steve is. Is at that point is a Winter Soldier. All the other widows were super fun too. Yes, I I did love seeing all of the the widows. Let's move on to rank seven. So I liked this episode. My rank seven. I liked this episode way more than you did is Hella Found the Ten Rings. Again, being a little bit confused about the title, I actually still felt like yeah. I really enjoyed this because we got to see Hella on a redemption arc, and I thought that was really fun. I also really like Hella's character. I think she's yeah. just an absolute badass, and the only reason she got killed was because Surtur basically was like, hey, I'm going to fulfill the Ragnarok prophecy, and you were at the wrong place, wrong time kind of a thing. And yeah. I really liked... I, I mean... I'm also very biased. She's got a cute attack wolf. I mean, who, who could say no Fenris. to that big guy? Um, Fenris! Yeah, Fenris <laughs> is super cute. Um, and I really liked that she got to work with the Ten Rings organization. I think that's a really badass organization. And so, again, evil. They're, they're sort of evil, sort of not. But those organizations, I'm just like, I, I think they're fascinating. So I put this one pretty high at rank seven. Yeah. For rank seven, I put Kihori reshaped the world. And probably for honestly a similar reason to the nazis is like looking back on early american history and not just like the founding of the united states but the actual history of different countries meddling in the native american lands it's really hard to come out and not be rooting for the natives because like these people like they come with 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 greed and death and disease and it's it's really not hard to paint them as villains. Uh, and in this case, like the Spanish conquistadors come in and they're just like, we are here to find the fountain of youth and we are just going to kill anyone who stands in our way. And so you're like 
it really establishes like a strong historical precedent as to like, okay, these are who you should be rooting for. And I'm I'm like, get him, get him. <laughs> so I ranked Kihori reshaped the world at rank seven. Moving on to rank number six. I really liked this episode, but the one where Ultron won. I love Age of Ultron. I thought Ultron was a really fun villain and just he was born out of the hubris of the human mind. And I mean, it really, that was a huge turning point for the MCU was Ultron. And mm -hmm. so the fact that he wins in this and gets the infinity stone and just goes on this like rampage over like that in the next episode was super, super fun. So my rank, well, that's going to be a little bit of a spoiler, but my ranks for those <laughs> two are pretty, pretty closely inter interlocked or uh, sorry, uh, not, not if the next episode, I'm thinking of the wrong season finale. Um, but my, my ranking for that is contrasted to the ranking of the season finale of what if the watcher intervened? Cause again, you had an all powerful omniscient being fighting, fighting something with all of the infinity stones. So I felt like it was not a good ending to that arc, but I really liked what if Ultron won. Sorry. There's a little bit of confusion there on my part. Let's see for rank six. I put Killmonger rescued Tony. I really liked this. And in a lot of ways, it, I, I just thought it was a really good uh, spinoff of the very first Iron Man movie, which really started and kicked things off because like when that movie came out, we had no idea Wakanda was a thing. I mean, those who read the comics obviously did and saw that that was an opportunity, but like I had no idea. So to see like basically Iron Man never get created, it was like, but this guy, he is he, he he's the linchpin of the entire infinity saga, which is phases one through three, like to him, not even be a part of the picture is crazy. And then to get killed on top of that, I was like, Whoa, but it also really hurt, uh, hurt in a good way. I should say when Killmonger double crosses the U S government lures in black Panther and kills him brutal, brutal in a good way. Moving on to rank number five. So rank number five, I put the season two finale of Strange Supreme intervened because this was a clash of just a bunch of different, like crazy powerful characters. And honestly, the first, like you see uh, Captain Carter get kind of snagged at the end of her episode with Black Widow. And you're like, okay, when is she going to come back up? So she does. I just loved that whole fight sequence. I thought it was really well done and was just super, super cool. And I didn't like Strange Supreme all that much. So the fact that he turned out to be the bad guy, I was like, yeah, you get him. So I was really excited <laughs> about that because the guy who basically yeah. assimilates himself with the greater demons of that entire multiverse, I'm like, yeah, you are probably not a good guy. But he's like, I'm creating a new world. And you're like, no, you're trying to create a broken world where your love interest is not there. And you are doing some pretty horrible things for something you could have solved in therapy. So I really liked that episode. <laughs> and which brings us to the sponsor of our episode, better help, better help. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not sponsored by any, not actually sponsored, but we could be. Oh gosh. What, what ranking are we on? Let's see. You just did rank five. Thank you. I'm like jumping between two different lists. Uh, I, there's probably tons of mistakes on my spreadsheet, but oh well. At rank number five, I put Earth Lost Its Mightiest Heroes because I could not for the life of me figure out why they were all dying. I was like, what is 
happening? Like it really had me on the edge of my seat. And I was like, I cannot. I was like, wait, Iron Man just died. No, that was supposed to kill him. Why did he die? And then when Hulk exploded, I was like, I, tr- I was like, I give up. I truly have no idea how this is happening. So, I mean, to really keep me on the edge of my seat, like a lot of superhero movies, they're kind of predictable. So to have like 30 minutes of them, I'm, I'm like, what is happening? To just see like the original Ant-Man systematically demolish the Avengers, brutal. A level of brutality that I am totally here for. All right, rank number four coming up. I started this one off with Captain Carter was the first Avenger. Very much just like a, hey, we're going to take one character, we're going to swap it out for another, and we're going to see what happens. I thought this was a great way to start the series. Episode 101 was really a favorite of mine. And Captain Carter makes a pretty cool Captain America, but also like Captain Britain. She's she's got the British flag on her shield. I'm like, what do we call you? But yeah, she's just Captain Carter. So I thought this was a really strong start to the series. So and it hooked me, hooked me on the first episode. Yeah, let's see. I very similarly, I I put Captain Carter at uh, pretty high. However, for rank four, I did put what if Ultron won? Because the moment Ultron figures out who the watcher is, as soon as he goes, who said that? I kind of sat back in my seat. I was like, no, I was like, this is cool. It's cool factor was through the roof. And from there we saw, I was like, okay, that is really what a being with all six infinity stones would look like devastating multiple universes. He does a good job. He does a good job. (laughs) Kicks the crap out of him. Okay, everyone, we are moving into our top three. Nathan hit us with, what did you put as your third ranked favorite? What if episode? So this one actually is a huge difference between the two of us because I believe, where did you put this one? I'm looking at green. You put this at rank 12. I put this at rank three and that is Iron Man crashed into Grandmaster. I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was great. Again, I had the same like pod racing vibes and I just re- I really like Tony Stark's character. I really like Iron Man and the things he's able to do, especially the origins of Iron Man, where he's like building these different things. And I just thought it was really, really cool. I really liked this episode. I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the rewatch. So I put it at number three. My third ranked one. And I legitimately almost put this at my number one. Uh, if Captain Carter were the first Avenger, there's not really a single scene in this where I was not like, this is awesome. And it really like broke my heart to see like such an awesome character. And I hope, I really hope Captain Carter comes back to the big screen because she's awesome. Like it's real, like she's totally badass. And I think like a, a lot of female Marvel fans are really, really getting like probably love her. I love her. She's so cool. I'm like, (laughs) and she's not this big dork that Steve Rogers is. So she's, she's awesome. And like having Steve Rogers be in the Hydra stomper, super cool. And like her fighting Cthulhu with a sword and shield. I'm like, this is everything I want out of an episode. It's so weird. And having Hydra as the villain in Red Skull getting demolished. (laughs) 
but so good. Yep, that was a good one. Really, my only critique of that episode, I was like, maybe there are too many tentacles. <laughs> or not enough. Or not enough. Please take us to the next rank. <laughs> with with that grossness, let's go into rank number two. Andrew, what did you rank as number two in this lineup? I put what if Strange Supreme intervened. So writing these down, I realized this morning I had not watched this episode. Like I, I was looking through and I was making my notes and I was looking at, uh, you know, my prog, you know, it shows like a little blue bar at the bottom. It's like, Hey, you've watched this episode all the way through, or, Oh, you stopped halfway through. And I looked at this one and there was no blue bar. And I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've watched this. I wonder why that blue bar reset. And then I watched it and about 30 seconds in, I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch this. I didn't watch this, but I was hooked. Like, to the point where I spent the first 10 minutes of this recording writing down my notes because I was just like enraptured with this episode. I was it's because it's this idea of like all of these super powered beings all in the same space. And it just turns into a bare knuckle brawl. And I was like the cool factor through the roof. There's like 10, there's like 10 sets of infinity stones in that episode. They're everywhere. It's pretty cool. I absolutely loved it. The part where <laughs> the part where Killmonger gets yeeted out of his armor by Kilhori. I was like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> it, it comes back to the fact that like those who are using the stones are limited by their creativity and at some points their reaction time. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I put I put that one at rank two. I did I did really like that. Speaking of Killmonger, Killmonger Rescues Tony Stark was my number two pick. I thought this was super wow. compelling because I yeah. was like, in my brain, I was like, I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy in this. Let's see what he's going to do. And he's just like, he messes stuff up. Like this guy has an iron will. He's such a great villain. And he just, he goes after what he wants and he's pretty dang effective at it yeah and he turns into an adversary throughout like he they kind of have to watch their back later in the series of, because of him because he's got so much influence power and he's a wild card they don't know what he's gonna totally do. so i loved that episode totally. rank two killmonger rescued tony stark now in classic twin fashion are you even <laughs> surprised that we ranked the same episode as number one no so Episode or rank one, episode 105, we both said zombies? Zombies. Question mark, exclamation <laughs> point. Like, that's when I watched this episode, I was like, this is what I would have written if I was in charge of what if. I would have been like, hey, how can we incorporate zombies into this universe? And I think that about a lot of universes. I'm like, well, what if there were zombies? So the fact that they did it, I was like, Oh you, I was like, you go. This is great. Go off, Kings. Oh, so gosh. I love this episode. Whew. I love like a good zombie superhero because even even Earth's Mightiest Heroes, they're like, doesn't matter if you get bit. Zombie Hulk, terrifying. Zombie Ant-Man, super scary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I don't know what is like our fascination with zombies and like where it started. But like, if there's a zombie movie out there, I'm probably down for watching it. And maybe there was just a lot of zombie movies that were produced in kind of the formative years of our childhood and teenage years 
because there's things like Shaun of the Dead, World War Z, I Am Legend, like all this different stuff. And then even more recently, there's um, that show on HBO Max, The Last of Us. Yeah, that was a good one. Phenomenal. Which we reviewed earlier in this uh, series. So make sure you guys make sure go and watch that. I need to rewatch that. Yeah. Because it's good. It's good. It's amazing. I would love to see. So when I was rewatching Zombies, so Zombies is one of the only episodes of What If that I have just like chosen to put on the TV just because. I'm just like, I want to watch this episode again. And so rewatching it was a breeze. It's really fun. Like Ant-Man having, or um, what's his actual name? Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Thank you. Having Scott's head in the jar, honestly, shocked. They didn't make a Futurama reference. <laughs> Completely shocked. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, that's, that's Futurama right there. Head in the jar. So we've been recording for quite a while. We need to do some tiebreakers. Okay. What do we have that's still, still there? Still tied. Let's see. At the worst, so average score, we ranked Happy Hogan Saves Christmas as the worst episode of What If. Tied for the second worst, we have uh, What If Thor Were an Only Child, What If Nebula Joined the Nova Corps, and What If Peter Quill uh, Attacked Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So we have to choose between those three of what we think was the second worst? Yeah. I mean, they're all terrible. I don't even care what spots they get. <laughs> <laughs> They're all terrible. Uh, I probably would put Peter Quill, then Nebula, then Thor. Yeah, I agree. Um, considering we both said Peter Quill attacked Earth Mightiest Heroes as consistently bad, then yeah, I think it needs to be down there. Let's see. And then we have another three-way tie where it's Avengers in 1602, the Watcher breaks his oath, and then Strange loses his heart and not his hands. This is for 14, 13, and 12. Okay, so out of those three, my least favorite is probably Doctor Strange loses his heart. I'm like, I feel like that one should be the lowest. I did like some of what you had to say about the Watcher broke his oath. So like maybe that goes up a little bit higher in those three. So that's my two cents. And then I'll put the Avengers in 1602 as the highest ranked of those three. Let's see. We agreed on that one. We agreed on T'Challa as Star-Lord. So that was at 11. Uh, We uh, Hella found the 10 rings came out with an average score of 10. Then we have another three-way tie. Uh, <laughs> I wish I would have surveyed our Patreon server to say, Hey, give us a rank. And then I could have waited this. And we probably would have, it, we probably would have had a very clear order of ranking. And maybe we might still do that. Uh, let's see. Kihori shaped the world. Captain Carter versus the Hydra Stomper. And Earth lost its mightiest heroes. Ooh. Earth lost its mightiest heroes has the largest point spread of those three. I ranked it at five. You ranked it at 12. Everything else we ranked pretty dang close. But they all average at nine. They all average at eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Ooh. Hmm. This is a hard one. I feel like since we both, since Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper had the the least spread, there's the most amount of agreement on that. So mm-hmm. we give that the seven spot. What do you think about that? The Captain Carter one. So I ranked Captain Carter at eight and you ranked it at nine. So yeah, maybe it should get the eight spot then. 
get I, I can do eight not not seven sorry let's see i think kihori reshaped the world should get the ninth spot because you ranked it at 10 and i ranked it at seven okay yep which which then gives earth lost its mightiest heroes which is the one that had the biggest spread at seven you gave it a 12 and i gave it a five i gave it a 12 yeah maybe that was me being a little harsh <laughs> we'll go ahead and put that at seven uh from here it's pretty clear what we what uh we only have one more tie to break which is for the second and third place spots so tied for second and third uh we have what if strange intervened and what if captain carter was the first avenger um man i don't know so for captain if cop if captain carter was the first avenger I gave it a three. You gave it a four. So to give this a two seems like a stretch. However, for what if Strange Supreme intervened, you gave it a five and I gave it a two. But I really liked it, though. I feel like we're I feel like for me to give it a five, it's like that's not a sequential drop down. That's like a mm, it was really good. But I only just I, I think here's here's what I th- even though I think it's five. I think it should be the number two spot between us two. Okay. Okay, that that settles it. And the number one spot, we have zombies. Number two, we have What If Strange Supreme intervened. Number three is Captain Carter. Number four is Killmonger Rescues Tony. Number five is What If Ultron won. Number six is Tony Stark and the Grandmaster. Number seven is Earth Loses Its Mightiest Heroes. Number eight is Captain Carter fights the Hydra Stomper. At number nine, we have Kahori reshapes the world. At number 10, we have Hela found the Ten Rings. At number 11, what if T'Challa was Star-Lord? At number 12, we have what if the Watcher broke his oath? At number 13, we have what if Strange lost his heart and not his hands? At number 14, we have the Avengers in 1602. At number 15, we have what if Thor was an only child? At number 16, we have What If Nebula Joined the Nova Corps. At number 17, we have What If Peter Quill Attacked Earth. And at the very last spot, we have What If Happy Hogan Saved Christmas. Sorry, Happy. All right, guys. So thank you so much for watching, everybody. Please let us know how you guys thought about these episodes. We'd love to get some more data, kind of factor that in. We can even open up some polls about this as well. But we're really appreciative of every single one of you guys watching. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe so we can continue to grow our base. Make sure to support us on Patreon so we can do really some cool stuff. Uh, We really would like to get some more uh, cool softwares and stuff so we can keep making cool stuff for you guys. Do some more uh, giveaways, things like that. If you guys have any questions, make sure to shoot us an email at talkabouttatooine at gmail.com. If you have a question you want featured on air, we would actually love to make that a weekly segment of listener questions. Do all the things that you should do on YouTube and podcasts, Spotify, and all that fun stuff here, guys. And just make sure that you guys like this. Share it with a friend so that the algorithmic overlords, aka Ultron, will share this video into the feeds of other like-minded folks. And until next time, what if the twins had superpowers?